In this edition of Locked On Capitals, your Washington Capitals take down the Vancouver Canucks by a score of 6-4. to four. Let's talk about that next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form. So head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, give it a thumbs up. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this edition, we will talk about your victorious Washington Capitals as they take down the winless Vancouver Canucks by a score of 6-4. to four. Later in the show, we will talk about the questionable performance of Darcy Kemper. And then later, we will talk about Connor Brown's injury and what that means to the Capitals. As we know, Connor Brown, who came to this team to fill in the role of Tom Wilson ostensibly, left the game in the latter part of the game due to a a lower body injury. So that uh, is less than ideal. Just to get it going here, this was a story uh, in NBC Sports Washington. They were talking about Alex Ovechkin, John Carlson leads strong night of offense after being held without a goal over his first three games for just the second time in his NHL career. Alex Ovechkin wasted no time getting on the board Monday. Washington went to the power play within the first 30 seconds and Ovechkin took a feed from Dylan Strom that Canucks goalie Thatcher Demko couldn't get enough to keep it out of the net. And that was one of the plays that they thought, was that his goal or was that an Oshie goal? They thought that maybe Oshie got a little bit of the puck. But, you know, for Alex Ovechkin to get on the score sheet and get a goal, it was a really great feeling. And he wasn't done that. We'll talk about his other goal a little bit later in the show. Washington Stars had a quiet start to the year over their first three games, but that wasn't the case Monday as veteran defenseman John Carlson notched his first score of the 22-23 campaign with a game-tying shot midway through the third period. He finished with two points on the night, so a great game of production from the Capitals all around. You saw a great goal from Alex Ovechkin, John Carlson, Everyone was firing on all cylinders. The Capitals then took the lead later in the third when Ovechkin made a strong pass to winger Connor Sherry right in front of the crease. Sherry beat Demko to give the Capitals the lead and help Ovechkin rack up his third assist of the game. That's what we're talking about here. Alex Ovechkin going out there and just kind of lighting it up out there. That that's what that's what we were looking for because he has been a bit snake bitten to start the season. So to see him on the score sheet is a good thing because a happy, productive Alex Ovechkin is a better Capitals team. And you saw that evident tonight, you know, when he is out there with swagger and confidence, you see that this team plays that much better. So to see Ovi out there playing in top form was a great thing. 
And, uh, you know, I think it's a bit contagious when he starts uh, scoring goals out there. It was a game that did see goals by Connor Sheary, Lars Eller, two from Alex Ovechkin, and one from Dylan Strom. And it was one of the games uh, that was, you know, if you started watching it in the very beginning and you kind of surmised what you thought the game was going to be like, you may have changed the channel because the Caps were getting outworked uh, except for that first goal of the game um, for a lion's share of the game until they really kind of turned it on in the third period. So it's one of the lessons to be learned there is to stick with a game, even though, you know, uh, when you first, your first impression of the game was, that the Caps were getting outworked. It was a game that saw Darcy Kemper getting um, out of position. He gave up a bunch of juicy rebounds. Those rebounds led to subsequent goals and uh, just some kind of sloppy play at times from him, the one where he was trying to um, clear the puck and he kind of whiffed on it and that led to a goal. So, you know, it wasn't a perfect game by any stretch, but if you are able to take that game that's not perfect and pick up a W, that is what's important. That is resilience. That's what the Caps had going for them tonight. Um, and it was an interesting game because all day they were talking about that Connor McMichael will be playing in the place of Evgeny Kuznetsov. And in fact, that was not the case. So just because you hear about things during the day doesn't necessarily mean that's how they're going to translate into the real game. And in fact, that wasn't the case. As you did see, Kuznetsov was out there. He left the game for a while as well with a brief um, injury or, I don't know, bump or bruise or whatever the case is, but he did miss some time. Uh, but the good news about Kuznetsov is he did come back out on the ice. Um, you know, I don't know if, you know, that is going to be something to be concerned about going forward, but he did get back onto the ice. So, you know, at least as an outsider to me, that looked like he is going to be, uh, okay going forward. So the question out there was, was why, um, was Evgeny Kuznetsov talked about getting scratched as you know, he wasn't at practice and, uh, they were talking about putting Connor McMichael in his place. What led to that? There's all sorts of rumors circulating around there. Um, there was talk that, you know, everyone around the Caps was not happy with Kuznetsov's production so far and that they maybe wanted to jumpstart the offense by putting Connor McMichael in there. And Connor McMichael is a real lightning rod out there. Um, if you pay any attention to Twitter, that's all kinds of things where it's Connor, it's Connor McMichael time now. Connor McMichael time now. Everyone wants Connor McMichael to get his opportunity out on the ice. And I do think his time is coming. Um, I don't think they kept him on the big team here for no reason. So I do think that at some point you will see Connor McMichael slot in at one of the center possessions, most likely. So that is what I'm taking from that. They saw a bit of dip in production from Kuznetsov. Why not try to jumpstart that by putting in Connor McMichael? Some people said also that he had a nagging injury. That's what, what it was. So in any event, Kuznetsov was in the game. I do expect to see Connor McMichael slotted in there at some point. As we know, I, I expect to see Snively in there uh, at some point as well. You know, because if there's one thing that's going to stunt the growth of a player is to have them sitting in the press box. And Connor McMichael, God love him. You know, the Caps fans love him to death. He would be better served playing in Hershey if he does not get substantial playing time in D.C. Those are the facts. You don't pick up on a lot of things sitting up in the press box. You know, there are exceptions to the rule. If you take a look at Irwin, for example, you can put him in mothballs almost the entire season and take him out and he plays in top form. 
that's not everyone. And Connor McMichael is a younger man. He's not a veteran in the league. So I think they need to have a come to Jesus moment. And if they decide not to play him on a regular basis on the caps, the big team, then I think he would be better served to play in Hershey. All right. So after the break here, we will continue to talk about the game tonight. We'll talk about the performance of Darcy Kemper in a little bit more depth. And then we'll talk about that injury to Connor Brown and what that means to this Capitals team. We'll talk about that next. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor, ready, delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite cookie dough. Chunk Puffs have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All of the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories and have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com to snag a box for your family. It will be the perfect treat, or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. Like all Built Bars, the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty. Chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. So good. What's great about Built is that all of their bars are made with a collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of healthy benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puffs, whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just grab a quick bite. Built is the perfect protein bar and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories and fat and sugar. Grab yourself a Built Bar. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKEDON15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKEDON15 at Built.com. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today. Now make your second listen, Locked On NHL. Every moment, every top performance, every result, Locked On Game to Game covers every game across the league with analysis from analysis from our local Locked On experts. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NHL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day as we talk about your victorious Washington Capitals as they take down the struggling Vancouver Canucks. You know, to a certain extent, you feel a little sorry for Gabby and his crew there. They have not picked up a win yet. I don't feel that bad about it, but I do have kind of a fond place in my heart for Gabby. But in this next segment, we are going to talk about Darcy Kemper, who did have a bit of a rough night, shall we say. Again, if your rough night ends in a win, then I guess that's okay. But he did make 26 saves on 30 shots. I would just say his mechanics was a little bit off. He allowed some juicy rebounds. He allowed, you know, um, some poor scoring opportunities, shall we say. Though he ended up with a victory, it was a night to forget for Capitals goaltender Darcy Kemper. He allowed four goals on 30 shots, the most shots he has seen in a game so far this season. Kemper was on his way to a quiet first period when just six shots against, he misplayed a puck off the boards, trying to cut off a pass by defenseman Quinn Hughes. The veteran goalie caught up, got caught on an in-between hop, and the puck skipped past him to give Elias Peterson an easy score. 
The Canucks kept up the intensity in the second, firing off 19 shots on goal and generating four high-danger chances, according to Natural Statric. That used pressure to score two goals in a span of just 11 seconds of game time, giving Vancouver a sudden 3-2 lead and flipping the momentum into their favor. That's what I'm talking about. This was the point of the game where you almost felt like turning it off to a certain extent. You know, if you're a Caps fan, you stick with them, of course. But the temptation is there to go, oh my God, this team does not have it together on the ice. And they're going to lose to a team that has no win so far. This is so horrible. But there's more. If you stuck with the team, you saw that they picked up. There was the resilient third period. But there were points in the game that were a bit tough to watch. Again, you were wondering what was going to happen. Were they going to be able to score any goals? Were they going to be able to pick up a, a victory? Vancouver had to wait until late in the second period for its first power play opportunity, getting two minutes with a man advantage on Kuznetsov's high stick that caught defenseman Kyle Burrows in the face. The Canucks cashed in on a JT Miller shot that beat Kemper to his glove side. And that was that moment with Kuznetsov out there where he was getting into it uh, with Burroughs, he kind of cross-checked him and then hit him once again. That is what kind of drew the ire of the Canucks. You know, and if there's one thing, I'm a fan of Kuznetsov. I'm a fan of the Caps. So this is not to say any, anything disparaging about either one of them, but you don't hit a guy when he's down. Again, I wasn't on the ice. Maybe there was a lot of smack talk going on. I'm not sure what the case is. But, you know, a good rule of thumb is you don't hit a guy when he's down. And, uh, you know, if those are are learning lessons, then I guess, you know, he learned something from that, and that's great. He didn't let those struggles carry over into the third period, however, facing only four shots but stopping all of them to help Washington erase a 4-2 deficit and win the game in regulation. And when you were watching this game, you thought a couple things. Oh, my God, they're going to lose it at first. Then it's going to go to overtime because they're going to uh, they're going to tie it. But ultimately, they ended up uh, winning this game in regulation handily, might I add, by a struggling Thatcher Demko and a struggling Vancouver Canucks team that has a lot of questions that need to be answered. You know, the leash is very short nowadays with coaches in the NHL. So I think that Gabby and crew really need to get their act together if they want to continue to have a job in the NHL. All right, so after the break here, we will talk about the Connor Brown injury and what that means for the Capitals. We'll talk about that next. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this next segment, we will talk about Connor Brown, who sustained a lower body injury, and that is not what we want to see This is a Caps team that went out and picked up Connor Brown to fill the role uh, for Tom Wilson on that top line right wing. And up to this point, I think has been playing very well. Uh, You saw some great chemistry between Connor Brown and Dylan Strom. So if he does miss some substantial time, that is unfortunate. Capitals winger Connor Brown, an offseason trade acquisition and skater on Washington's top line, left the game early in the third period and didn't return after taking a hit along the boards by Canucks defenseman Noah Juleson. And it did look like a pretty bad hit. And if you saw Connor Brown, he was in a lot of pain. You saw him out there. He had a hard time. He was kind of hunched over skating to the bench. Uh, Again, you could tell he was in a lot of pain. At the moment, I couldn't tell what was injured. 
And as I record this at 11.05 Central, I still don't know what happened. I do know that he sustained a lower body injury, uh, but uh, let's hope that whatever it is, I'm crossing my fingers and trying to be optimistic that Connor Brown can come back in a hurry. Brown's leg appeared to get caught awkwardly on the ice as he slid into the boards in front of Capitals bench. He didn't put any weight on his right leg and immediately made his way to the locker room. Washington announced he was ruled out with a lower body injury a few minutes later. Again, that is what we did not want to see. And I hope it's nothing to do with his knee, not like anything like an MCL or ACL, anything like that. Because what do we know from Tom Wilson? If you end up having that sort of injury, you are going to be out for months. Um, So let's hope that that is not the case because this Capitals team, you know, they went out. Brian McClellan went out in the offseason. He addressed all the issues on the team. He addressed, you know, Tom Wilson's injury. He addressed Nick Backstrom's injury by picking up Stroman Brown, solidifying the net mining position. So let's hope that he's not out for a while. But, you know, it does kind of draw into focus, you know, a lot of the moves that were made in the offseason, why, in fact, they were made. And what are you saying? You know, what are you talking about, Dan? Well, I mean, look at what if Connor Brown does miss some substantial time? That would be a good opportunity, you know, for a forward in some capacity, you know, Snively or, you know, McMichael. I know that McMichael is primarily a center, but I mean, he can play wing. And if you ask a lot of these young guys, they don't ultimately care where they play. They just say, coach, put me in. I want to play. So let's just hope that for, you know, that Connor Brown's sake and the Caps' sake that he is okay because uh, he does bring a lot to this team and just a small sample size. I think that he has really risen to the occasion and, and took a lot of the attention of, of the Capitals and said, wow, this is a great acquisition. And even after Tom Wilson returns, I do think he has a spot on this team. You know, if he continues with great production and, uh, you know, contributing on the penalty kill, I do think that he will have a role on this team somewhere, you know, because at some point it's inevitable that someone's going to have a dip in production um, or someone's going to get injured, something like that. So I think that, you know, even though Tom Wilson, whenever he comes back, there will be a spot for him somewhere on this team. Let's just hope that he does come back in a hurry. Otherwise, that is going to be an opportunity for another player out there. And that's how it works sometimes. Sometimes players get their opportunity based on someone else getting injured. It's unfortunate, but sometimes that's the case. Let's really hope that's not the case for Connor Brown and the Capitals. Let's hope that everything's okay because this Capitals team now, you know, picking up some wins, 500, you know, I know that that's not where they want to be, but uh, they are two and two. That is a whole lot better than the Canucks, who are zero and three. Uh, if this Caps team was zero and three at this point, I think there would be a whole lot more questions. Um, so anyway, let's just hope that they can keep going forward uh, and and not sustain any major injuries. What are some of the other things that we got to work on? Darcy Kemper's got to work on his game a little bit. I know that he's played good primarily. Uh, but, you know, the mechanics were a little off in certain aspects and along those juicy rebounds. So those are some of the things that Darcy is going to have to address. Um, you know, I'm not saying that he played a poor game because ultimately the Caps were able to pick up a win. But, you know, if it wasn't for the great scoring and the production out there, say you were playing an opponent that was that much better than you, the Caps may have lost the game tonight based on the performance of Darcy Kemper. So I'm not, you know, saying he's a poor goalie, but this particular game was not one of his best games. And those are the things uh, that need to get addressed going forward. uh, If they want to have any luck going forward, 
Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today. Now make your second listen. Locked On Fantasy Hockey, Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone bring you the fantasy edge and keep you ahead of competition with daily updates of news, analysis, and advice Monday through Friday, available on YouTube, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. Let's take away from this a great win from your caps. You know, again, if you started this game in the very beginning, you may have wanted to, to change the channel or, you know, move to a different app. However, you watch the game, you stuck with this team and you saw a really great victory. You saw Alex, Ove- Alex Ovechkin pick up two goals. You saw some great goals out there by a lot of other players. And uh, let's just hope they can build on this winning uh, going forward. All right. Once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. And I'll talk to you again next time.